Hello, everyone. My name is Ricardo Rodriguez, and this is my podcast. Uh, this is the first episode of my miniseries, The Ultra Marathon. So let's begin. Um, when I originally had this idea, um, I was going to do an ultra marathon, but I was going to do more of a, like a, a daily diary of so constant updates throughout my progress and I was going to get deep into different ideas however I decided to shorten it up and do just a three-part series um, post-race or excuse me uh, pre-race race day and then post-race so uh, this is going to be obviously the uh, pre-race episode, um, and I'd listen to a lot of podcasts. You know, one of my favorite is Joe Rogan, and I don't know how he does it. He sits there for three hours talking, <laughs> and you know, I mean, that's his average. That's his goal, I believe, is three hours. Sometimes his guests leave a little early. Sometimes his guests stay a lot later. Um, but it usually averages about three hours of talking, um, which is a lot, obviously. Um, I, you know, and his, he has a huge following. I think he's the number one podcaster um, out there right now. And he does it by having these th- uh, three-hour conversations. Uh, and it's, it's incredible because, one, how does, how does somebody, you know, talk for that long? Uh, and make it interesting. Uh, and two, how do people listen for that? Uh, and, you know, I'm one of these listeners. And I listen to to his podcast. I listen to a whole entirety of a podcast. And it's like, how do you devote three hours of your day to listening to it? And a lot of times, for me, I have it in the background, you know, uh, playing. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Uh you know, but a lot of times I'm doing something else, or you know, another part. I've been doing a lot of driving. Um, I have to um, pick up my son and take him from A to point B, um, so it requires a lot of driving. And I just, you know, when he's not in the car, of course, uh, I put it on. Um, you know, not that. Uh, I mean, Joe Rogan does talk about some mature t- levels. You know, not always meant for kids. Um, sometimes it's the topic. Sometimes it's the language. Uh, but a part of it all is it's boring, you know, for kids. You know, just hearing, like, a talking head's talk. Um, not that he's a talking head, but, you know, it's just they're listening to a conversation. So, but anyways, so he, he's obviously created his own little niche. And it's 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 great it works for him uh, i mean he's been doing it since i want to say 2009 uh and he, he found his own little niche uh and he's there's millions of listeners he has uh i believe it's like a 10-year contract with spotify supposedly worth over 100 million dollars i don't know if that's been confirmed but that's the those are the rumors uh so obviously that's you know, something to strive for. Um, but uh, my purpose in doing this podcast, and I guess the reasoning I'm even talking about Joe Rogan, is just the uh, the philosophy behind my podcast is just to express myself. Uh, hopefully, you entertain, uh, you learn a little something about life, or maybe a certain topic. Because I will be, as I stated in the. In the intro, I will be talking about little different different topics, you know, things that are going on in my life, and just kind of capturing it and talking about it, and kind of uh, expressing myself at the same time. So, when I decided to do this ultra marathon, uh, it, it was kind of like a combination of of ideas. It was also like an accumulation of of events. Uh, it's it's pretty much um, you know. I guess I'll start with 
I, I, you know, I, I turned 40. I want to say uh, I'm going to be turning 42 here shortly uh, in over, over a month here. Uh, so several weeks from now. But this, 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 I don't want to say the idea originated uh, in my late 30s, but uh, I, I, I found myself to be out of shape. Let's put it this way. In my late 30s, I found myself to be out of shape by, by a bit. And I, I had this kind of yo-yo uh, effect where I would try different diets, different exercises, and I would lose the weight. And then I would gain it on, and then I would gain it on plus more. Also, I, I want to say my eating habits was just atrocious, just atrocious. I, I was eating, I just had, and I, I think it was just the accumulation of my brain, just um, finding all these foods that weren't healthy, but enjoying them. Um, as Growing up as a kid, I, uh, I was limited on... Uh, on my food options and anytime you're limited on your food options you always want to gravitate towards the the stuff you don't get especially if it's like plastered on tv for example you know um i grew up in a household latino culture in a household uh which the 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 main uh staple of food was uh, rice and beans, and then you know it could have been like uh, like uh, a meat, uh, meat potatoes. Uh, you know, was kind of the 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 interchangeable option. Uh, but the rice and beans were always there, and I got so sick of eating that growing uh, growing up as a, as a kid. But now I, I don't get it often, and anytime I'm hanging out with family, um, my mom currently lives in California, and I, I have her cook me rice and beans. <laughs> believe it or not, uh, it, it 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 really I don't know if it like puts me back into my childhood, which wasn't the greatest, but it wasn't the worst. But I, I, like my 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 brain craves it. <laughs> To some some level, uh, because obviously I don't get it as much. So, so anyways, <clears throat> I was I was, let's get back to the topic. I was I I was just out of shape. I had bad eating habits, and I wanted to do something about it. And I read a couple books, uh, one by David Goggins. Um, his first book, he just released a second book uh, not too long ago, uh, which I have not read yet, uh, but I will. And another one by Rich Roll. And Rich Roll, it, it, I, I feel like I run a little bit more parallel with his, a little bit. At, I mean, with if you read it, uh, you understand. Well, I don't know if you understand, but um, let, let, I guess let me explain. He's he's also turning forty, and there's there's a there's a part in the book where he's turning forty, and he realizes that he has to change his life around. Otherwise, you know, he's gonna he's not happy with himself. And kind of where I found myself, I was turning forty, and I was unhappy with myself. And he he takes on this uh, great challenge of doing um, ultra. Uh, is it ultra? No, it's um. I forgot what it, it's doing. The ultra, I believe that's what's called, uh, which is um, just an insane race. It takes place in Hawaii. Uh, I believe it's like doing a triathlon times two, uh, within the same. I think within the same time period. Uh, I believe you get, or maybe you get two days to do it. I'm not too familiar with it, but obviously he, he invests a lot of time and energy into um, into the race, and he has some some good results. I don't want to I don't want to kill the ending here for you, so I, I I won't I won't explain what happens at the end. But 
anyways, the, the main crux of, of, of this and why I'm, I'm talking about it is because I was in that place. I was in that place. I was unhappy with myself. Um, I felt like my life, like I, I, I had some earlier successes in my life. And I don't want to say I was living off of it, but I, I just felt like I, my life had concluded to some level. And I was... I was letting life live me, if that makes any sense. I was just, you know, going through the the daily routines and not really, you know, and not really seeking or or motivating myself to do more. And so uh, that was kind of um, what led me to to the idea of even considering doing an ultra marathon. Uh, another idea that really um, resonates with myself is I had this this thought and, and this this or not a, this image come into my head. I was I remember I was laying in bed and this image of a, a huge hourglass and there was sand on the bottom of the hourglass and there was sand in the top section of the hourglass and each each kernel of sand represented a time that had already or on the bottom it, it represented a time that had already passed whether where you can you can break down the unit however you wanted each sand was maybe a year or six months but all that time had had gone by and you know I, I had the sand there like the memories of all this time that had gone by but there was no way for me to relive it once it had passed from the top section to the bottom section it was over it was done and I guess it just represented like it represented my my life and everything that I had accomplished which you know, was awesome. You know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things I can hang my hat on, but I I, I just I, I didn't want to live off of that. Like, it it was literally saying, yes, I've done all this, but I still have sand on the top section, so I still have more to live. Now, do I want to just keep reminiscing on what has? gone by or do I want to create new experiences and new challenges and create even more accomplishments and and so I had so a combination of all these ideas um, and the other thing was I was growing up I was such a I was so into sports I was very competitive um, I played uh, soccer from when I was five until I was 13 in organized soccer. I played organized basketball, played organized uh, boxing, played organized football, and organized track and field. And I, when I, and I say organized because, I, you know, I, I was part of a team. Uh, and, you know, you can play as a kid baseball, soccer, and I'll do all these sports. But if if it's not organized, you're not you're not committing yourself to being part of a team. You're just playing a sport. So it it, it was more. I don't want to say it was taken more seriously, but it was more of a time commitment because you had practice, you had games, you had traveling, and so I enjoyed it. I really did, and I was able to parlay my athletic abilities into playing college and I ran track and field for the University of, of Madison so D1 level school for four years um, had some successes not all, you know and I had a couple bad years also not I don't want to dwell on that too much but I, I, I had a lot of experience with sports I had a lot of experience with high level training um, I had a you know obviously experience with with uh, making a huge commitment, you know, in college, people don't realize your, your season's not all year round, but you got to stay, stay training mostly all year round. You, you do get an off season, 
which for us was the summer and then winter we did uh, pretty much it was preseason for us and then we had a season in the or excuse me I got that completely wrong uh, fall was the preseason winter was the, the the indoor season and then we had spring which was our outdoor season and I guess what I'm alluding to is you you work out 40 hours a week you know and so it's it's a job it's a job commitment um and so i I took my body to this like next level um so i kind of wanted to i don't want to say you know commit myself to 40 hours a week which i probably ended up doing i don't know i guess if i break it down um if not i was you know, at least 20 hours of running um, per week when I did this ultra marathon. But anyways, I had I had a lot of ideas um, about how I wanted to go about it. Uh, but I, early on, I realized one that everything I, all the training, all the all the um, strategies. I really had to throw them out the window because this was a completely different animal. Uh, it required uh, different disciplines. And so I ended up doing quite a bit of research into what I needed to do. Um, I bought a lot of uh, a lot of equipment. I bought uh during this process, uh, not not for this race, but I, I have bought a treadmill um, because I was trying to get back in shape. But for this, I bought you know a whole weight set, you know a bench, um, squatting rack, uh, um, rubber rubber uh, weights, um, top of the line equipment, um, as far as workout gear, and the workout gear was it was fascinating because. Even even the old shoes that I used to use, I remember I bought a pair of of training shoes that were from that were similar to what we were given as 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 college athletes. Um, I bought I bought a pair like maybe a year after I had graduated from college. So this is whoa oh my god this I'm gonna I'm dating myself now. Um, this is way back in like oh six, oh seven maybe. And I kept these shoes around because I, 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 anytime I run, I ran back in, 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 in those days. I, it, to me, a run was like three miles, four miles, five miles on, you know, a really, really good day. But usually it was more, it was more, it was right around three miles. I wouldn't do less, but normally I wouldn't do more. Three miles, and I would do these three miles, you know, I would do it at a higher pace, you know, depending on where I was. Um, physically fit you know I could be anywhere between uh, six minutes all the way up until you know under 10 minutes so you know um, a higher pace but again it was, it was to, to me I felt like a long run but it was in reality and in, in, in the <laughs> in the in the overall scheme of Doing an ultra marathon, three miles is really short. <laughs> it's not enough for training, and not even close. It's like a warm up. Um, so, so er, er, again, everything I, I I had done in the past um, was not what the technique of doing things, like the way you run, the way you lift weights, the you know the, the foundation of, of doing certain training components. I could obviously use, but the strategy, um, the methods were completely different. And I'll give you an example uh, to kind of make sense of it all. So when you train for, for when you do any kind of training, when you do like high level speed training, uh, you, your muscles, you, you use them. Um, in in a very short period of time, we'll say like we'll say a half hour, hour, whatever. Uh, but it's intense. It's intense training. Um, so you know you you get your heart rate very high, um, and when your heart rate gets at higher levels, it produces um, adrenaline. Um, 
that adrenaline leads to lactic acid buildup in your muscle. Well, if you if you continuously work out and when you know if you do for more than two three four or five hours you train your muscles to absorb or to take on more lactic acid but eventually there comes a point whether it's at the three mile mark or i mean not three mile the three hour mark the five hour mark they they get so so filled with lactic acid that you, your muscles just lock up and you just can't move anymore. Like you're done. Your body says, "I, I you know, we can't, we can't, we can't go anymore." So, when you run an ultra marathon, you're talking about running, you know, you know, depending on the race, depending on the distance, you know, ten hours, fifteen hours, twenty-four hours, forty-eight hours. I mean, there's some insane races that they give you days and days to to run. Uh, the uh, the Moab 240 mile race, which is uh, one of the premier races out there, uh, and they give you actual actual days. It takes place out in Utah, crazy race, crazy race. Uh, but but yeah, so you you can't you can't train, you know, intense. You know, you can't have your heart rate go over a certain. Uh, a certain level and it, that level is always different for people depending on where you are in your training so what you do is you kind of i don't want to say you trick your body but you want to keep your heart rate at a level where it's if you're walking now if you walk you can walk for hours and hours and hours and hours and your body's fine because that intensity is so low so when you train you gotta you gotta keep your heart rate at these lower levels um and it's uh they call it like zone training i believe is what they call it and so that that's one of you know i, I could go out i could do these jogs but i would have to do them at a slow pace and to me, a slow pace, oh my goodness, it felt like I was crawling when I was doing some of these workouts, and, you know, but it, they would be for hours, um, you know, but I, at the same time, I wasn't, I wasn't doing, a, you know, like, for instance, I, w I would, I originally started off doing these 12 mile runs, and if you do 12 mile, or, sorry, Oh, my brain is my brain is a little scattered this morning, but um, I would do these twelve minute miles, um, and I would do you know like a six mile run, which would be an hour and twelve minutes. And again, it was a, such a slow pace, and I could handle it easily, but I, you know you would get bored. Like, geez, you're running, and it's like an hour, but you're, you're like running in slow motion. And you know, if if I was going at a better pace, you could you could you know get that out of the way in I don't know forty five minutes, um, and save yourself what is that close to a half hour. But and that's how I used to train. You know, I, I kind of just wanted to get it in and out. But this was more of a time commitment um, because you had to uh, get your your body to be able to. To continuously um, be in in motion for a long period of time, which is which is a goal. Um, so, so anyways, so getting back to to uh, this race, I decided to do an ultra marathon, um, and it, this I've been kicking this idea at the beginning of the year, and, I'm, and the year we're talking, we're talking 2022. This is. Um, I'm still in 2022, but in the beginning of 2022, um, I, again, I was extremely out of shape and I was looking for something to motivate myself to, to, to do a challenge that, you know, would inspire myself and that, you know, it, it didn't, I didn't care of the, you know, of the results or who was impressed. I don't care about that. I just wanted to do something to get myself out of this rut, you know, I just felt like I was in a rut in my life at this time. And so I, I, I started training 
but it was it, it was just you know just doing um casual workouts i guess is the best way to say it. just doing some casual workouts um with again with 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 some success but then i was like i really have to put my uh sign up for a race that would force me to stay on a routine and make these casual workouts uh, a permanent fixture in my daily uh, my daily routine so uh, it was like, uh, right around June actually I'll take that back I started looking in the spring I started looking at different races um, I realized that um, some of these races they allow you to have a pit crew uh, which would be good for me because uh, as much as you can plan for all the details, you, you, if you ha you're not experienced in doing one of these, or you don't know of somebody who's who's done one, which I didn't, and all your information is coming from like reading books and researching online, then it's good to have a team because they can prevent you from, you know, injuring yourself or cause you know or, or just. Just you know, your your mind, not, your your mentality, your mental awareness might not be there uh, during the race, you know, um, because you, one you have a lot going on and you're putting a lot of stress on your body. So I wanted to do one with with where that required a team, and so eventually, I want to say in June of this year, I discovered. Um, I discovered uh, this race. Uh, it was out. It's out in Tahoe, California. Um, my brother. I have two brothers. I have a mom and I have a sister. Some nieces that live out there um, in the Sacramento area. So they're they're not too far away from Tahoe. And I I, I decided to zone in on this race. It was a 72 mile race. Um, I was actually looking for a hundred mile a miler. But I couldn't find one that that fit my schedule. I, obviously, I work. I also have a ten-year-old boy, so I have 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 time commitment to him. So you know, there was only certain days that were available to me that I could um, that I could spend you know three four days uh, away from work and my responsibility as a parent to do a race so that's this this race is fit fit all the criteria. um so this race is i want to call it i want to say it's like the midnight express um it's in tahoe and there's probably another name to it but uh let me give you a quick rundown of the race i won't get too much into it because I obviously the race I want to say for the next episode, but this race is 72 miles long. It runs around a lake once, um, but starts in, in the middle of of the night. It starts at 9 p.m. and cutoff is 3 p.m. And the reason they it's that's only 18 hours. And the reason they make it that way is because this 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 uh they have other races going on that weekend you know 5ks 10ks uh, half marathon marathons probably a couple other ones i'm missing and what they do is they time it where they want the end of the 72 mile race to coincide with the marathon so when the marathon is beginning people are coming in from this the end or the tail end of this race and they, that way they have the uh, the aid station set up, volunteers who want to volunteer for this organization uh, or this uh, event. They, they're they there and they don't have to, you know, they only have to be there for a certain amount of hours. So they that so that's the idea and that's why the, there's a, a time limit. But yeah, that's, I'm going to leave it at that. Um, I don't. I don't want to get too much into the race. Uh, the only other thing I, I want to say is that this does have um, high elevation. This is in the mountains, um, Lake Tahoe. I'm not sure if people are familiar with that area, but uh, there is elevation. Which uh, my training, uh, there's none of that. You know, I didn't have a, a ton of elevations. Although I did, 
um, did train on some, um, some courses with hills. So I, I was taking, um, you know, um, inclines and declines into consideration uh, before the race. Um, so, so that's kind of what I decided. I decided to, to, do, to do that in, in I kind of decided to do that in June. I believe I signed up for it in June. They, I've been kicking the idea since spring. Um, and then I've also was kicking the idea of just how I was going to create a podcast around it um, and how I was going to, and I talk about this again in the intro a little bit, where it was just going to be, you know, me taking on a bunch of ultra marathons and that was going to be my podcast. But um, I wanted to expand on that. Um, I wanted to do more than just ultra marathons. Um, but uh, this is kind of my my introduction to social media. I know I'm I'm older, <laughs> but I don't have a lot of um, social media exposure. So I thought it'd be fun. You know, it'd be fun to express myself in a way, and maybe inspire somebody, or maybe entertains people, or maybe it does none of that, and it's just it's just out there um, in the ether. I guess you could say, <laughs> um, but. Um, yeah, let me get into you know there was there's a there's a lot that that took place in this this pre pre race um, phase. Uh, one was nutrition. Man, nutrition is anytime I feel like I have a, a grasp on nutrition, it I, it it always tends to slip away. And the what I've come up with is is there's no there's no right or wrong um, to it. You know, obviously eating Twinkies and drinking um, alcohol or whatever you know um, or soda, you know, is 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 not going to be good for you. So, so a diet like that, obviously. Um, is, is is bad for the body, but to say that there is one way to to eat and to have some res- and again it depends on your goal. What is your goal? What are you, are you just trying to lose weight? Are you just trying to, you know, have good blood work? Um, so you're trying to get good nutrition in your body. I feel like there's a lot of ways to go about that, and and pe- bodies body types. People's bodies are different, so they respond differently to to different, uh, nutri- uh, I guess I would I want to say meal plans. We'll call them meal plans. We won't call it dieting, but just the uh, meal plans and the way, you know, and what you want included in that meal plan. You know, um, I, like I want to say in my early 30s, maybe to mid 30s, I was really... Um, I really thought that the best way to eat was eating a, a vegan diet, and and I was so behind it. I I myself was a loose vegan. Not I wouldn't say I was really a vegan because you know I I really like to eat. I'm kind of, I'm kind of a foodie, <clears throat> and I like to try all these different types of food, and I don't want to restrict myself. But if I could go, you know, a couple days uh, eating vegan food, I would. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if I completely believe in that anymore. I believe there's a lot of um, great nutrition that can come from from the vegan um, philosophy. Uh, but one of the things I don't like about it, I guess is um let's say you're eating an impossible burger well that burger's process so what i'm where i'm going with that is there's a lot of things you can buy at the store you know that's frozen um that's vegan this is made from plant-based food but it's been processed so you know, when you add chemicals to food, um, not saying that's awful, but you know, you add preservatives and, and and things of that nature, you alter that food, and it's not always for the best, I guess. 
I want to get that's you know, I, I don't want to get into this huge argument about it or discussion about it, but those are that, that's kind of one of my hesitations. Um, you know, the idea of eating, you know, a ton of vegetables, um, you know, some fruit and that, you know, or in eating a lot of beans and, uh, you know, that I'm all I'm all for. You know, um, I think there's a lot, a lot of good, good, great nutrition and in, in those food and those food selections. Um, and but, you know, there's a couple other things that, um, you know, I, I do believe like dairy is not really good for you. <laughs> Sorry for I mean, but I'm huge. Don't get me wrong. I'm a huge cheese fan. Cheese and wine is, is just amazing. I just think that's a great combination. So, again. I may believe in I may like believe in a philosophy, but it doesn't always mean that I'm I'm following it, if that makes any sense, uh, you know. But like milk, I feel like you know what's milk is big in calcium, maybe vitamin D. I want to say, uh, I'm not sure what vitamins. I think calcium is a big one though, but you can get that in a lot of other sources. So you don't really have to drink milk to get calcium. Like that's not the only thing that's gonna have it. An abundance of it. Not even an abundance of it, you know. You can get it in orange juice, even though orange juice isn't that good for you, there's a lot of sugar. But but yeah, you know, there's a lot of ways to get get, get calcium. So anyways, so what I'm trying to sorry, uh what I, what I'm trying to get at is there's there's different things. There's different. There's different philosophies out there, and it's just a matter of, you know, what you trying them. You, whatever fits your your you know your daily schedule, you, you know, and what you think is is good, you know, or maybe in what you see results in, you know, and maybe you know. And I, I don't want to, you know, promote. I guess that's what I, what I, where I, where I'm going with this. I don't want to promote one specific type of nutrition. So, but what I was going with that is, um, I, I did do a, a deep dive myself. I did a deep dive into um, different different um, philosophies. Uh, I really do like juicing. I know there's people against juicing, but not not as as my only source of of nutrition or food consumption. But I. I really do like uh, you know having um, uh, a juice uh, making my own juice and having that for 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 breakfast slash lunch and then actually having a regular meal uh, for for dinner usually that's kind of what I would prefer to do but not always saying that I do do but there's just a lot of nutrition that you can put and that's that's concentrated. I really like that idea. I really like that you can get food in that in that juicer. You know, spinach, kale, um, you know, cucumber, th- those type of items. You can get a lot of that in in a, in a small amount. It's um, and you know, and 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 not have to eat a, a pound of spinach. You know, you can just you know, drink an eight ounce, eight, eight ounce glass of, of juice that that has the same equivalent of a pound of spinach. I like that idea. Uh, maybe it's my the the efficiency in my brain, but uh, that's one that I I I I did early on in this training. Um, I moved away from it as as it was just um, it's very time consuming. You know, you gotta. You got you got a juicer. You got to get all the you got to cut up all the ingredients, um, and then you got to make it. And then once you make it, you have to um, wash everything. And then even and then I would make juice for like two maybe three days tops, because you don't want to you don't I don't want to keep it too long. Um, the 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 further you move away from the, the from the first day of making it you lose nutrition over time. So I obviously wanted to have the most nutrition as possible from from that batch. It just it just became very, very, very time consuming. But I'm still a big believer. I ended up, you know, taking shortcuts on that. I bought process 
Um, it's, even though it's 100% fresh food, it's still processed, still has preservatives, still has, you know, I'm not, a, again, not a big fan, but hey, sometimes it's convenient, you know, I don't have 48 hours in a day, you know, I don't, so I have to be a realist at the same time. I'm definitely not a purist. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm never. I'm not a purist. Um, I may say something and you know take uh, cut corners on it, and that's kind of what I ended up doing with the juicing. But it, it, to me, uh, it it does play a role in nutrition. Does play a role in in the way your body responds to intense workouts, recovery time. Um, even um, how your your body grows and develops. Um, so, you know, if anybody taking something on like this, definitely look into the nutrition um, and find things that work for you. You know, um, one of the things I moved away from, like in my college days, I was all about Powerade, Gatorade. Um, I moved away from that. Uh, I use uh, coconut water. That's that's a good way to get your electrolytes back into your body. Uh, in a natural source, uh, again, moving away from the from the man-made stuff. I think I think the more you can move away from the man-made stuff, um, the better your body responds, and the better it is for your body. Uh, but again, I, I, like I said, um, coconut water is more expensive than Gatorade, so I definitely understand the um, the cost-effectiveness. Um, the efficiency, maybe it's not easy to find where you're located, but again, doing your own research, um, getting comfortable with whatever you decide, I think that's kind of really the goal. Um, if you did, do decide to tackle something on uh, like this, or even if you just decide to, you know, improve your your nutrition. So. Um, that was one item that I, I really took a deep dive in. Uh, another one that I did was just, um, you know, uh, the, obviously the way I worked out, which I talked briefly about um, doing, even doing my weight training. I did a lot of um, longer sets, um, you know, crazy sets, you know, in like in my early introduction to, to weight training in high school, you know, you would do three sets of tens, you know, and then you would increase the weight as uh in the later sets this i just did one set a set of 100 you know maybe i broke that set down and took uh some some breaks in between or maybe i just went for the whole hundred uh depending on on the whatever i was doing so yeah so you know it was just to me it was more about about um creating um more stamina than than a power um, but also, you know, still creating strength in, in doing some of these lifts. Again, a lot of ways to, to, to go about that. Um, th just kind of hinting at some of the things I did. Um, if I do decide to do another ultra marathon and I just decide to do a podcast about it, maybe I'll do it the original way and be able to take more deep dives into some of these concepts and theories and techniques and what I'm trying to accomplish with them. Um, but for for this episode, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glossing over some of this stuff. Uh, so I hopefully you still find it interesting. Um, and I do apologize if you if you wanted more more in-depth dive into some of these ideas. Um, but you never know. Maybe I'll do it in the future. Another one, I, uh, there was an issue I was having with my hips. Um, and so I ended up using a chiropractor. Uh, big fan, big fan. If you, um, obviously, you want to have a good one. Um, I feel like if you find somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, they could mess you up. But if you find somebody they, that does know what they're doing, definitely help you. Um, uh, I, had an, I had an issue, I want to say about close to 15 years maybe maybe even a little bit where I, you know I, I had a, a career where I just drove a lot and I had a car at the time that had these hard seats and I believe it was a, uh, a combination of the way I was sitting and the seats not having any give that I, I, I began to have issues like with my hips not being aligned 
my back being a little off. So early on, I went to a chiropractor. He took x-rays, noticed that my hips were not aligned correctly. So we did a lot of work together as far as trying to get that back into place. Obviously, when you do like these high, these long endurance training sessions, um, they could that can easily slip out of out of, out of place. Um, again, I, I don't know if this has an issue into my race, but um, it did help um, during my training sessions. Uh, another one that I, I took this one I took from college, um, ice baths. Um, there's actually a lot of ways to go about doing ice baths. Um, some people say wait two two hours after your your training session to do an ice bath. I don't have time. I did them usually right after. Uh, they help um, on those days that my muscles just felt uh, they felt like they've been put through the grinder, exhausted. Um, it gave my muscles a little life. Uh, so again, it, it's it's about. To me, it's it's not just about the workouts themselves. It's about creating a, a plan around the workouts. You know, um, stretching, um, uh, having a, a very you know, and I I was hoping to do yoga. I think yoga would would have helped. I didn't do it. I didn't get a chance to do it again. Uh, with being having time constraints, it wasn't always. Um, easy to to fit everything I wanted to, but yoga was one. Uh, but but yeah, I love, I'm not I, I'm not gonna lie. I do regret not doing yoga. Uh, I I've had some experience with it, uh, but not a whole lot. But I mean, how you know? I mean, obviously, the more you, I just feel it adds more flexibility. Anytime you have flexibility. It's just gonna help everything. I don't care what sport you're playing in. Flexibility is always gonna help. It's gonna make you more agile. It's gonna, you know, for running, increase your stride. Um, you know, increase the movement in your muscles. The the and what I mean by that, the range, like the motion, the range, the motion of, of your your muscle. It just improves a lot, and I that, that's gonna. I'm not gonna lie. That's gonna be my one of my biggest regret not, not being able to fit that in. But um, also, I, I, I took on some breathing techniques. Uh, breathing, you know, I just there's better ways to improve on your breathing. Um, so that was, I believe, that was a unique thing that I wasn't expecting to take on, and I took on. Um, and then, you know, an, another one is just kind of being comfortable with your, your workout gear. Uh, when you do something like like an endurance race like this, uh, there's you can have quite a bit of issues with chafing. Uh, I, I, I had, I'm not gonna lie, I had my I used my old gear from my college days. None of it, you know, one of it was uh, like an item that I'm talking about was like tights. Oh my goodness, did they cause chafing? Uh, so early on, I ended up getting rid of tights. You know, where I, I they were they were my livelihood and. In my college days, um, but in 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 training, they just weren't effective. Um, I ended up trying different types of shorts, different types of shirts. Um, I ended up finding something I, I, I like. Um, I don't want to promote any kind of equipment here yet, <laughs> but I found a brand that that I liked, I enjoyed using, um, that served me well. Um, so um, yeah, definitely look into that. I've also used um, there's powders that I use to, to um, keep myself dry in some areas where the chafing might be more prevalent. So again, uh, you know, I broke this down as much as I could. Um, um, being so inexperienced, you know, I, most of my knowledge came from from just reading about other people attempting to do this and some of the difficulties they had. But if you have any questions, obviously I'm here. I'm more than happy to share at least what I went through. And um, if any of it is helpful to you, great. If not, I 
totally get it. I'm a novice. I'm still a novice. Um, so I don't know. I don't have all the ins and outs. Um, so yeah, so that's, I kind of, I kind of, um, want to leave everything there for now. Uh, hopefully that gave you kind of an insight of, of what I did to, to get ready for this race. Um, the, the magnitude of everything you have to consider, uh, to do one of these races. Um, I, I even forgot to include, a that you can get these little backpacks i forgot i even forgot what they're called um where you can house they're very they they stick to your body um the material is is for meant to absorb the sweat um but it gives you access to like you can carry water on them um the, the the way they carry water is just fantastic at least this one that i the one i got um, and the, just the ability to have water and, 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 and have little like pockets. They have these little pockets everywhere, um, that, that give you, you know, you can carry things, emergency items, like little food items. So, yeah, so it, it was just, just crazy. Um, everything it could do. But so I, I even forgot to talk about that. But again, I, I definitely missed out. I, I didn't get I didn't, I didn't talk about all the things I had to take into consideration, um, the different uh, obstacles that I went through in considering some of these these different ideas. Um, but hopefully, it may, I, I have a feeling I might be doing another one. I'm not sure. I don't want to give anything away. But um, if I do, I will. I would keep this in mind. Maybe I will be better at at talking about certain different ideas. And, and again, it kind of depends if you guys want to hear about it. Um, if you don't, then obviously you just want to hear about <laughs> you know my ups and downs of of doing different activities. That's fine. I, you know, I'll stick to some of those greater points. Um, you know, I don't want to bore people with 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 you know philosophy or concepts or strategies so but i'm i'm more i'm i'm open to to having um the next s- series of podcasts where i do an ultra marathon being more more deep dives okay well i'm going to sign off um as always you know don't limit yourself reach for the stars and click on to the next episode for race day. Bye.